0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And of course, I am your host, Michael Sherlock. All month long in this incredible month of April, where obviously in the U.S. we're thinking about how much money we're going to have to send into our government for our finances and our taxes. I figured it was a great month to talk with financial experts who span a variety of ways for us to help whether it's for us personally professionally our small businesses and and really help get a good financial advantage so my guest today is mark ritter he's the ceo of two different organizations one's called member business financial services or mbfs and new direction lending he's an expert in all things credit union and small business lending both of the organizations are owned by credit unions and they're designed to help credit unions fund more loans to real estate investors and small business owners, specifically in their own communities. So really supporting. And as we all know, that's the backbone of credit unions anyway. So prior to becoming CEO in 2012, Mark led the business lending program for a very large credit union in Pennsylvania, and over the past eight years at MBFS, he's increased the number of credit unions of company services by over eight times, he's grown the revenue by more than 15 times and he's ensured this is very important for all of us positive cash flow every year he's been at the helm. So not only with that, he's helped countless credit union members gain the financing they need for small businesses and real estate investment needs. So joining me today is Mark Ritter. Thank you for joining me, Mark.
0: Thank you for the invitation, Michael. Looking forward to uh, the conversation.
1: I am too. And as I told you before, we started taping you know, at the beginning of my career, I ended up as Director of Education of a Consumer Credit Counseling Service back in my hometown. And um, so I had the privilege of working with a lot of banks and credit unions for many years and really see not only what they can do for individual members in their communities, but really the passion, especially with credit unions, to support You know this idea of the small business person in their communities it's so critical and vital and at this point in time in our world we know absolutely how vital it is so i gave a little bit of your intro but tell us a little bit more in your own words about you your companies and how you help these credit unions and the members in the communities to shock their potential
0: sure a little bit about myself i am a native of northeast pennsylvania i grew up in the coal region of, of pennsylvania and was a Penn State, then went on to Penn State. And after a couple of years in banking, I, I, I kind of wandered into the credit union space and specifically the small business sector and, and have been in this space for about 20 years. And, and, and when I got into uh, the, the credit union business, it, it virtually no credit unions assisted small businesses. We were very much we did checking accounts and mortgages mm-hmm. and car loans, but it, so many people uh, have their relationship with a credit union more and more. Uh, the best place to grow your business and have that relationship is where you have a good history. Mm-hmm. So, so it's really expanded over time to to quite a substantial business. But sometimes people don't think about that. Uh, that credit union as a choice for their small business. Uh, it, it, people have a good feeling in that local credit union and they have the, you know, the contacts to the community, uh, but sometimes they just don't think about us. And, and the company that, that, I, that I'm with now, MBFS, I've been the CEO there, as you said, for about eight years. And, and we are essentially an aggregator in a company that's owned by credit unions so that the all of these community lenders can make loans to businesses and real estate investors much more efficiently. Mm. Uh, Instead of all going out and hiring their own group of lenders and credit analysts and buying all the infrastructure, uh, we have that for credit unions. So we we can really help navigate credit unions to make business loans. We help them with SBA loans. We help them with commercial real estate loans and small business loans. And, 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 and really, we, we work on, uh, you know, pr- primarily in the eastern United States, but we also have a nation, you know, a lot of people all throughout the nation. Uh, so, so that's kind of our main business. And we also recently started up a subsidiary, uh, New Direction Lending, with new spelled N-U. Mm-hmm. And what that does is that makes very fast small business loans in an online format so that people don't have to go to some of the online lenders uh, and and pay these outrageous interest rates for, for very small, quick loans. Uh, We can get up, you know, many times we're offering rates a quarter of of what you're going to get and come to the major online brands. So for, for your small business lending.
1: Yeah, that's really important. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about the history of, you know, even my interactions with credit unions because Uh, my credit union was the first that my very first car loan was with a credit union and you know at that time you know this is eons ago um, I got into it because my dad was into it you know credit unions had bigger challenges sometimes to enter Uh, and I know some still do you know teachers want credit unions or you know uh, you know firefighters or whatever but there are more ways to get involved with credit unions and there's a lot of different kinds of credit unions And it's interesting to think about how, yes, that's in the beginning, it was about where you'd have a, you know, I had my second like checking account there. That was kind of like the savings account that you didn't touch, you know, and then, uh, you know, then my car loan and, and just, you know, kind of that evolution, but to really, but the credit unions were always so actively involved in my community that it, it really is interesting to see the evolution to then start saying, okay, maybe we need to also provide funding opportunities for these Places within our communities. So we're reaching more than just individual contributors. And the night
0: and I always say credit unions are here for the members and for the for the community. And some of them own businesses. And, and, and so it's really kind of a natural extension for us. And the great thing about credit unions today is, you know, my father uh, was a member of the factory credit union where he was an electrician at for years. And that was it. You know, if you didn't work at that factory, you couldn't join. But mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, probably for the listeners, most of the credit unions uh, that you drive by in your neighborhood, if you if you pull in and talk to them, uh, they usually have a mechanism to where to, 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 you can become a member.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And it's you don't always think about it, which I'd like to talk a little bit more. You you were talking about, especially with New Direction. You know, as we've seen in the last year with businesses so impacted by COVID, there's a lot of small businesses that have either, you know, not survived or barely surviving, surviving off of some things like the PPP grants or, you know, some types of SBA loans. In fact, I, I got an SBA loan for my business last summer, which was so thankful. I mean, that allowed me to keep my team during a really critical point. But um, I think a lot of people, it's really intimidating. It's intimidating to try and figure out an SBA loan or, you know, any kind of loan for their business, because it is daunting. So you know, what prompted you guys to start new direction? And what other than ease, you know, ease of use to people, you know, what would make somebody go, okay, I'm going to give that a try to see how that will help my business.
0: Sure, and, and we really find a lot of small businesses need access to capital. And they're busy with their day job running their business. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes if you need 50, $75,000, what, what's relatively maybe a smaller loan request, you don't have time to go around and shop and meet with all the lenders and, and, and go through the whole process. Uh, because you, you need to run your business on a day-to-day basis. And what we found was that a lot of small businesses would go to these online lenders and, and just get, uh, you know, interest rates that, that, that make the mob bosses blush. <laughs> <laughs> and stuck in outrageous payment terms. And it just be, it, it, it became the, uh, you know the paycheck loans for the consumers where you were just yeah. caught in this trap. So, so we really wanted to have something where businesses can get loans at a fair rate and get them quickly, um, but with maybe with and get them uh, without going through all of the hoops and jumps. Of having to shop through and go to meet with people for 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 what is maybe you just need a short term bridge to expand or buy a new piece of equipment or you want to hire some people uh, for for things like that where, where you don't have the time so so we're really trying to help fill that online lender niche but with a credit union friendly flair. Hmm.
1: I like that. It's. A, I'm going to make a really funny comparison, and you're probably going to laugh at me and say, "I can't believe she just brought that up," but. Every once in a while, when my husband is out of town, I will spend. I'll do like a a, um, a Hallmark Channel movie marathon. Like I will watch <laughs> Hallmark channels back to back. I always love it because they always have like the struggling small business owner in the small town. And there was this episode that I was watching a couple of weeks ago with like this gal who started a cupcake shop. And, you know, she needed to expand, like the, the latte machine was breaking down and the ovens weren't dependable. So she was burning her cupcakes. And so all these things are happening and she wanted to expand her, you know, her cupcake store to the next spot, but she needed X amount of dollars. And she ended up actually getting like a, an angel investor kind of thing. But I, as I was watching it, I was just thinking, gosh, you know, there are so many businesses that need opportunity, sometimes to keep the doors open, like in in crazy times, but for those expansion things, or just that upgrade of their equipment and materials, and, you know, an espresso machine for a, you know, a cafe is a lot more expensive than an espresso machine to make in your home, and it can be really intimidating. I think a lot of times people will just kind of keep things going in their businesses until the point they break down, but, If you really are thinking more strategically and you can get ahead of things, your business can do better in the long-term than that maybe even last minute, oh my God, we got to buy a new espresso machine.
0: Sometimes I wish people and and business owners and consumers would look at financial institutions more like restaurants. And and, and people sometimes think financial institutions are this homogenous place where it's the same wherever I go. Mm -hmm. but it's much closer to a restaurant in that you can go, you know, you're getting food at every restaurant, but you can go to McDonald's and get it fast cheap. Uh, You know, I can go into the convenience store and buy a small package and pay three times the price of if I go to the grocery store, or I can go to a really, really high end restaurant and get slow, but I pay more, you know, slow, good service and great food, but I pay a lot more for that. and it's really the same thing with financial institutions and it's important that people don't think just because i talk with one person i went to this bank and was turned down or i went online and somebody offered me a loan at 30 percent that that's what i that's what i get and that's all i get so so there there's options and differences among people and it's really important to research and, 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 and do that time, but not look at all these financial institutions like they are just one in the same.
1: Yeah, that's really true. And especially for your point, you know, if somebody has been turned down at one or they're not sure um, or it just seems easy because that institution said yes, so you're so thankful that you say, okay, and sign on the dotted line before you realize maybe there are a better options. I think that's a great analogy to think of it as a restaurant, uh, because then, then you can really say, okay, well, maybe I got that a little bit too easy. How healthy is that really for me? Yes. You don't want to get those roller dogs in the 7-Eleven all the time. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I always tell my kids it's like the uh, you know when you go to the convenience store you can buy the soda for two dollars and fifty cents or you can go to the grocery store and get that same soda for fifty cents uh, in the big uh, twelve pack or the big bottle of pack pack of water if you're a little healthier so
1: exactly wait what no I want to buy it for 215. Dad aren't you just going to keep funding the money <laughs> they think that well we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Imagine starting a long journey without a map or even a clear idea of the obstacles ahead. That's exactly what it's like for entrepreneurs who start companies with a lot of passion, but without the financial expertise to grow and scale their businesses and create long-term wealth for their families. Find a financial advisor who can help you map a better journey. Wayne Titus shows you how in his book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being, With the right advisor at your side, you'll have the freedom to focus on what really matters to you. Get the Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing at Amazon.com and in the virtual bookstore on the Shock Your Potential app. And we are back and I'm talking to Mark Ritter and we are talking about uh, not only, um, you know, his organizations and what they do for communities to help small business owners, you know, that individual real estate investor, you know, that person who wants to flip houses, but (laughs) needs to have a financial partner. And we've been talking about different ways that uh, his organization helps make that process easier. But also this month, Mark, we're talking about, you know, kind of tips from each of my experts on how people can really strategically make better financial decisions, and maybe in this case for their businesses or for their personal lives, that will really help them to shock their own potential and move farther and faster. So um, what are your top tips that you like to share with people?
0: Sure. I always say, uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, we're not all the same. And take time and plan out uh, your, your financial moves, just like you, you are making some major decisions. Uh, research, talk to people, don't just, you know, do what's convenient. There's a, the great thing with, with financial institutions today is with the online services, there's a big, big world. So sometimes maybe you, you just kind of look the people around that have a branch in your neighborhood um, where you, today you can find a lot of great services from people. And because and, and, let's face it, you know, a lot of people don't go in branches like they used to. Uh, So maybe if there's just somebody within a branch, within an hour of your uh, house or your business, that's perfectly fine because maybe you'll only go in once a year, if that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And and the other piece is to really focus on that relationship, not necessarily for, you know, uh, where you are now or where your parents helped you open that account when you were 20 years old or, you know, you signed up for that free credit card on campus. But really focus on where you're going in life and somewhere that you can have a relationship. Mm. You know, what I always joke that if I went to a bank, uh, back to a bank, I'd probably be fired in about a week uh, <laughs> because I tend to be much more of a casual relationship person mm. and say, well, you know, let's focus on kind of developing those win-win opportunities and, and you want somebody who, who will be there for you now, but also for where you want to go in life. So sometimes, you know, the cheapest isn't always the cheapest. Uh, you know, there, there, there's always going to be somewhere you can shop, uh, but but maybe they're not going to be there for you for that next time. Or maybe you it's sometimes a little bit just much like you're on your shopping for insurance. Sometimes it's a little cheaper to bundle it together and really focus on, forming that relationship with somebody who you can rely on and who, who, who's going to be there.
1: Yeah. And that's, I think that um, it's interesting. I have, we've had this conversation with my mother-in-law that uh, she, she likes to go to her credit union because she, they know her and, you know, they see her in person. So, you know, for instance, she doesn't, we tease her a lot. She doesn't use a, a debit card. She's never used her debit card um, to get cash out of a, a, out of a machine. And so we, we were asking her, we, we always going to tease her and like, you're going to have to learn how to do it at some point in time. She's like, no, but i like to go into my bank or into my credit union because they know me and then I can get cash. But there's to your point about, you know, finding someplace even an hour away is really important that I think there's a lot of people, especially millennials that probably have no, um, no relationship like that with a bank or a credit union. Whereas you and I, like I remember having uh, Washington Mutual, Save- it was Lincoln Mutual Savings Bank in Washington State at that time. And you know, I was 12 years old and I was opening you know six month CDs you know, with $25 or whatever. But I knew everybody in that branch and I knew when they got bought out by somebody else, but they're still the same people. And I can still go to one of their branches now that's now part of, I don't even know what it is right now but there's still the same, a few of the same people, not many anymore. But no, I don't think that as a whole, we, we think about that relationship. We think about relationships with individuals, but not relationships with that establishment and where that establishment is going, that credit union is going that may really can continue to align with where our business goals and personal goals are.
0: You know, last year during the PPP program was a great, uh, great example of you, you want somebody who's going to be there when you need them. You know, it, when you have perfect credit and you don't need anything and, and everything's going great and your financials are awesome, anybody will give you business. Uh, that, that's an easy one. But, you know, last year during the PPP program, we did thousands of loans uh, to, to the members and they could call somebody and talk to people. There was a lot of the fintechs and some of the mega banks where people would put an application in and it would disappear and they had no idea what's going on. And we're seeing that in the second round in 2021, that people are able to get those and we'll have a conversation and help walk people through the system. Uh, and, and, And for maybe somebody is listening to this and they don't have a business now but if you'd like to do it in the future, the best place to start out is where you have that relationship, and they know your financials. You have a history there. You have a deposit history, and those community-based lenders, like a credit union, uh, because you know what a lot of people don't understand is a credit union is a cooperative. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just it, it's an organization by its members. It's there for its people. So if you have that history when you want to buy that first rental property or you want that small business loan, that's somebody that you can talk to and you have a lot better chance of going it than going to that large FinTech that you just had a sliver of a checking account through. And that's all they do. Um, yeah. You know, that's not their business. It, that, that is the cheap fast food version of it, but it's not that relationship piece.
1: Right. I agree. I love it. Um, Mark, I know that's fantastic information you have. We'll, we'll have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to find out more about you and your companies and what you do for your clients, what's the best way for them to reach you?
0: Sure. The, the, our, our two websites are mbfs.org, mbfs.org. And we also have newdirectionlending.com with new spelled N-U. And but I'm most active on LinkedIn. Uh, You know, both the companies are very active on LinkedIn. People can reach out to me, Mark Ritter, on LinkedIn. And maybe we we have many credit unions all over the country. But if listeners would like to get connected to a credit union uh, and we don't have one directly in that area, we have relationships all over the country and we'll connect you with somebody who helps out business owners, investors in your marketplace to, to serve somebody to talk to, if you don't know.
1: I love it. Excellent, Mark. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers?
0: Sure. You know, in 2021, businesses have been through a lot over the past year. And, you know, as part of the most recent stimulus package, SBA loans are a great way to grow and expand your business now, many people probably think it's a horror story or they know somebody who went through it through years ago and it was a nightmare of a process. But this year, uh, you know, there's no fees to the lenders, there's no fees to the businesses, and it's a great way to grow your business inexpensively and get that access to capital. So that, that's really a key focus of us uh, is because it's a lot less risk for us and it's no fees to the borrower And it's going to be a great program to help small businesses recover.
1: Uh, Amen. And this is the year we don't know what's going to change with the process after this year, but this year it is still available to people without as many restrictions. And I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Mark, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us and being a guest. I really enjoyed our conversation.
0: Me too. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for
1: success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always...
0: Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.